Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Hey everyone, salam. Welcome to Amalia Works from a lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Selena Nafisa and I have decided to stream our daily morning meetings where we check in with each other while social distancing, share our reflections, and try to keep up the morale during these uncertain times. This episode, we talk about how to read the signs of burnout, we find out what slowization is, and the iceberg effect of lockdown. All our love and thighs. I've got a topic for work from home. Yes. Um, so I put on my stories, you know me, forever mm-hmm. getting my research in. <coughs> oh. Um so basically i was talking about burnout on my stories and mm-hmm. i wanted to so i the the context of this is i think burnout is very normal if you are in like a high pressured role job whether that's being a mother whether that's working at a company whatever it is um and for me it's about like being able to read your own signs know your symptoms Mm. understand like yourself to know like where you are on that spectrum Mm. and so I asked on my stories I said do you know how to read the signs that point to heading to burnout and can you articulate them 52% said yes and then I said do you know how to deal with pre-burnout or even once you're burnout 66% 66% said no. Yeah, that so people surprise. can read the symptoms but not necessarily know what to do. Mm-hmm. And then I asked, um, how do you read the signs that point to your heading to the fact that you're heading burnout to burnout? And I thought I'd read some of them. Um, one was brain fog, feeling overwhelmed, less patient with others, insomnia, constant anxiety, racing heart poor appetite broken sleep lack of motivation depression loss of appetite crying a lot anxiety eating at the same time every day starting to get unreasonably annoyed at minor unrelated things eating at the same time every day yeah uh, yeah, i was quite interested in that but i guess it's like moving into autopilot yeah that makes so much sense to me yourself 
so interesting because okay. even even literally yesterday i was like i think i just need to eat the same lunch every day it's so like the key it's the, like it's the key. <laughs> yeah yeah um fatigue low energy poor diet not wanting to go out with friends and family irritable and short on patience usually with my husband even though he's not the cause um irritable with people i care about unable to sleep intrusive or restless thoughts feeling like things are out of control need to clean change in appetite not journaling or wanting to speak to anyone for more than a few days mentally turning off regularly binge watching at any free moment or having constant background in like like um shows on in daily activity unable to focus takes longer to work even though even smaller tasks dyslexia in full force um not taking vitamins and not wanting to be in nature uh, getting snappy which like is like seems to be a recurring one excessive snapping someone said um usually leave it to the point where i'm physically sick uh flustered anxious uh my work calms me until it feels a strain to keep up and negatively challenged at suggestions <laughs> someone said yawning everywhere i go um crying more struggling to sleep short fuse stop eating uh so the way to stay disciplined is make sure i eat even though i feel i don't need to um becoming snappish my workstation becomes a mess and i can't focus for long sensory overload yeah, snappy snaps out here yeah i was gonna say uh that one came up quite a few times didn't it yeah that came up like for everyone because i guess you're low energy you're tired you just do not have bandwidth is it's a it's, it's a bandwidth thing isn't it you just don't have bandwidth it's honestly like when you were reeling off that list it's hard to know what doesn't blend into what like yeah like it could be burnout but it could also be full-blown depression or it could be full-blown anxiety maybe it's a combination of all of them so like which one do you know to tackle it it makes me so sad that so many people are feeding this on a daily basis such a long list as well probably all in conjunction mm. and so um, many people who like because that is interesting that loads of people knew what burnout looks like and feels like mm. but majority didn't know what to do when you feel like that yeah, Things yeah. That, i feel like it's also quite personal to you and like how you operate like what will work for me but maybe there's like a deeper thread in why that works i guess like I know I have to move my body, I have to eat fresh, nice foods. Mm. I need to not just do work. I need to like cook, clean, like do other stuff in the house. Really, I it's like with with burnout though. It sounds like it's it's willpower to do the things that you know will take you out of it because yeah. that's I think people miss that mark in that like they know what to do but they don't know how to get the willpower to do it because they're yeah. so burnt out. Like that I think that's where routine, isn't it? Because routine mm, and structure take like takes the willpower away from you. Yeah, definitely. You know, like for example, like if I was to say to my mum, "Hi, mum, can you possibly help cook some food?" Mm. And then I know food is in the fridge, so the willpower is not on me yeah. to figure out what I'm going to eat and then end up ordering takeaway. Yes, exactly. Oh, oh on yeah. the topic of slowing down. I came across this Economist um, video the other day and um, I learned about slobalisation. Do you guys know what that is? <laughs> what is that? 
that? It's actually quite sinister. It sounds like super fruity and lovely, but it's not. It's, it's super sinister. So. Um, oh, I thought you were going to tell us something good. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. It's really not. <laughs> it was like a 15 minute watch explaining why globalization is on the decline. And it was saying that there's been two previous assaults on globalization, one being the 2010 recession. I think it was 2010. Um, why does that affect globalization? Sorry. It's something to do with um, the supply chains. I mean, it all started there with like the, the stock market, um, the banks, and then that had a direct impact on supply chains. Um, and it was saying that we basically have been relying on these really complex supply chains for such a long time. And these assaults, they, they, they impact those areas the most. Um, but the biggest assault so far has obviously been COVID and it's accelerated the process of globalization, which is basically cutting down those supply chains. Just it's like a huge ripple effect. Um, so that's why um, there's been such an increase in nationalistic and patriotic sentiments and that there's they predict that everyone's slowly going to regress back into AKA undercurrent of racists. Correct. So I was wow, like, that makes so much sense. Yeah, it makes so much sense. So I, was, I was really like haunted oh. by that video, to be honest with you. And then obviously when we have stuff like Brexit, yeah, exactly. it affects the supply chain yeah. and then you have patriotic sentiment and then you have far... Wow. I can't remember what I was watching the other day, but someone said there's far too many people doing jack during lockdown, drinking and jumping on social media and being angry and racist. <laughs> You know, I was listening to the radio and I was saying, this isn't funny, I'm not laughing, but... I'm laughing, I am laughing. No, I'm not laughing about what the radio person said, it was a policeman. You don't tell me it was LBC. It was a radio station and the policeman said... Can I say something Everybody's car that I jump in, I'm not a driver, everybody's car I jump in yet. Nick Cannon, Joe Tom Show. It's because there's not many radio shows without music. There's not many shows. And they'll be talking some trash or some racism or some this, that. Yeah, but Shalou, there's not many shows that isn't music. That's what. Classic FM or something. I don't want to listen to classical music. That's the point. I want to listen to people talking. And yeah, so basically, this police officer phoned in. And was like, during lockdown, they've seen an increase in assault towards police. And it's just interesting what affects what, isn't it? And yeah, and then what is really interesting is like, we don't know, we, I don't think I've comprehended what affects what. Because like, even mm-hmm. the fact that nightlife is now ending at 10 o'clock, yeah, mm-hmm. they were saying that that will give rise to more underground parties, more illegal activities, mm-hmm. higher crime rates. Because they were like the whole point of the nightlife industry, which I never saw it like this, is to like professionalize. Excuse for it. Here we go. No, Here we go. No, the whole point is to make it licensed and to make yeah. it safe for people. Yeah, yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Let's, when you say license, yeah, the government like to track any illegal activity so they can still get the peas. <laughs> yeah, but Shiloh versus going to a house party where there's like no caps on anything because they've been saying like in the uk nightlife is like i think the fifth biggest market like economy mm. the fifth biggest economy and they're like think about that's like basically the whole hospitality sector and stuff like that and then you've got good old rishi over here just being like everybody retrain and just do something else no. something else national 
I was th- I was having a conversation with a friend about this the other day, and and they were saying that we really truly don't know the impact of it's just all of a sudden going to come on us because mm. at the moment it's like we're we're talking about all the, these like ripple effects. Oh, but by the way, I don't want to like fear monger out here because obviously Allah alam, but I do think that we are naive to the the ripple effects of like seemingly small decisions like everybody go home at ten o'clock or this or that you know what i mean you like even working from home like what that will do it's like you know i've spoken yeah. about this before but like you know the whole panoptic control and there was experiment um long time ago where they built a, a prison that looked almost like a lighthouse oh yeah i studied that for, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. yeah i studied it as well in the middle you had the warden mm. that could look out but the prisoners couldn't look at the warden and then eventually they removed the warden right so but there was still that effect of people self-policing self-regulating self-checking themselves and honestly there's just little things that you know like the other day i went to the park yeah you know i bumped into a friend so obviously i can't increase to over six um and, and then as i was walking through the park like she was walking to the play bit as well i i literally kept on saying i kept on counting in my head one two three four five six and then every time someone would pass me, I'd get, I'd like, I'd look at them. And I was like, bro, what are you doing, Selena? Calm down. <laughs> like, I felt so para. And the thing is, these things subliminally, like yeah. when you're talking about like the effect on globalization, like if we look at the definition of globalization, sorry, that's what, that's what I was Googling, guys. It says globalization means the speed up of movements and exchanges of human beings goods and services capital technologies or cultural practices all over the planet one of the effects of globalization is that it promotes and increases interaction between different regions and populations around the globe now i'm not here to say globalization is really good right there's definitely benefits to it but it also has eliminated and destroyed lots of things locally in you know in different communities etc um so i don't know if the slowdown is i'm sure there's positives towards it as well but racist thriving is not the one it did say that we're going to have to go a lot more local for and i think that we'll see that a lot more in industry as covid develops and obviously it we wouldn't really get the an accurate version of what that looks like um because COVID has just accelerated things, which means that people are going to have to take shortcuts to that to that space. So yeah, scary times, but also change is as good as rest. So yeah, he's hoping, isn't it? He's hoping. It's so crazy because people at uni now, like I studied globalization, all of that in like macroeconomics and stuff. Mm. I didn't study globalization. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? That's actually going to be a legit. Legit, what you like? That's that's crazy. Um, since this is the work from home podcast and it has been created during the pandemic and come out of lockdown, just thought I'd interrupt with our um stat up today. So, we're yeah, we're currently on the 8th of October, and yesterday there were 14,000 cases. Just to let the future podcast listeners know. And just to let you know, there's there were seventy deaths. Just to um, yeah. how quickly how quickly that's raised. Yeah. Um. So it's been quite the hike, and it's it's basically gone like that, and then it seems to have come back down. 
and I don't think anyone really knows what to do with the graphs anymore, to be honest. <laughs> Did you see the government's um, nonsense? No. Which, which, which episode? <laughs> oh, Excel spreadsheet saga. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. embarrassing! The Mexican Excel. I think they did. Are we GCSE government? <laughs> they did. Honestly, bruv. They, they can't. They they a big big government launched world wars and everything. I'm not gonna mess up with an Excel sheet. I this is my conspiracy. I don't theory. believe it. Either. Come on. Honestly, now. I'm really surprised you're still using Excel. I love Excel. <laughs> I, I love Excel. Don't get me wrong. I love it. Yeah. Anyone who knows me knows I spend most of my life on Excel. <laughs> but come on now. I just, I just don't know what to say anymore. Instagram takeovers, yeah? I swear we need like a... What's his name? Russell Brand takes over <laughs> the government for a day or a week. Do you know what I mean? Honestly. Because it's shambolic. And he's trying to give oh. us a speech about how he's lost weight and he find the hero inside. Boris Johnson. Oh, uh, do you know what? I've I've honestly become really immune. Guys, guys, we were on the train <laughs> the other day, yeah. And um, I picked up a newspaper I was getting on, and so he copied me and he picked one up as well. And then he's sitting on the train. He's like, oh, silly Boris. Oh, silly, <laughs> silly Trump. Oh, Boris doesn't like Trump. He's talking to himself, yeah. And he's like reading the newspaper out. And I'm like, don't say that too loudly, yeah. Them ones were at like 25, he's a political editor. From a young age, I was very aware of the politics. I grew up in the pandemic and... No, Issa's literally that guy who's like, you know, Boris, silly, sometimes inside in your house. Don't go to work. Stay in home. Don't see your friends. Like, he is not impressed with this government at all. Well, I've honestly just like stopped listening. Yeah. Anything I know is from secondary, yeah, not, same. not 30 same. sources like word of mouth sources. So his last broadcast was at that, that was the right, yeah, office. that was the tipping point because I was well, there like actually media, waiting for the countdown yeah. to come yeah. and tell me something new, and it was just his little motivational pep talk. <laughs> Imagine Sarah if Marino <laughs> was the prime minister. <laughs> Baby, you know what, I'm situation. I fully put my faith in him. You'd be like, I'm not saying you have to stay at home, but if you leave, you'll f-ing die. That's probably what you'd say. Guys, about the podcast, someone said, Salam, sis, just wanted to say the joy two cents has brought me this morning, articulating the beauty of living in the ends. Oh, Is that I what you talked that. about? Corner shop and that? I feel like it was oh the super the super um the supermarket that was such a good one honestly <laughs> and i was gonna bring foreign supermarkets as um as a oh they're so yeah they're like because they're, they're my bro. favorites like they are my if i go to another country i'll see you in the supermarket because same, i want to be there i want to look at all of their local produce i want to look at Standard. all of their national okay. produce i want to look at all That's of like nice forget little... museum. Yeah, forget you exactly. <laughs> I want to go to, to, to Dubai like a few months ago. Yeah, pre pandemic. Carrefour. Everyday Carrefour. Stationery aisle, fruit aisle, sweet aisle, chocolate, air, clothing. I would have exchanged air, Westfield for Carrefour any day. If they, they can plot, plot yeah, up yeah. Carrefour there, mate, that's our Saturday motive. 
But you've got you everything. I just you don't need to leave. On, um, in a, on a school trip, yeah. They're bigger than supermarkets. <laughs> and there's like, you can get everything here. And I'm like, wow. Honestly, we nasty biscuits for your family as yeah, souvenirs. <laughs> We're back Do you know what? Can I just say, obviously in COVID, little travel, but the ultimate souvenir travel hack if you want to get souvenirs for your family, go into supermarkets and yeah. buy that country's brand of what they're known for. Correct, yeah, like correct. when I went to Italy, I just went to the supermarket and bought a packet of pasta. And I was like, that's that's the most authentic you can get. <laughs> but it's true. It's true. What are you going to do? Bring back pizza though? <laughs> like, um, I've actually got a review to read out on the podcast. Um, we should actually just turn this into like, uh, digestive, overrated, underrated. <laughs> I feel like that's what we've done. <laughs> um, it's like a digest two cents, isn't it? We can do a longer than usual work. <laughs> Chatty so, She said, um, I think it's Maria or Mariah. I'm not sure, but it's Maria underscore V. And she says, the reason I saw this is refreshing is because it's really something different from all the other podcasts I listen to. The Two Cents episodes are really thought-provoking and make me think about everything in life as being either underrated or overrated. I'm so sorry for doing that to you. <laughs> um, listening to your opinions make me think about things in a different light. Sarah, Nafisa and Selena are really engaging. When listening, I'm inspired to do things, learn and develop into a better person, both religiously and in other areas of my life. You guys are super articulate and fluent and you really know what you're talking about. Oh, didn't no, no, we don't. Love, we don't. Um, Nafisa's top bit of advice to not believe the hype is also a fantastic addition to the podcast. The work from home episodes literally feel like I'm eavesdropping on someone's conversation in a coffee shop. And it's been nice to hear other people talk other than my family. Oh, that's so cute. Oh, family vibes. <laughs> this review was all over the place, but in short, it wasn't babes. It was really It was nice. very nice. nice yeah. In <laughs> had very good structure too. In short, I love it and have re-listened to old episodes as well. <gasps> love and duas. She's an OG listener to old episodes. I know, right? Thank you. Thank you, Maria. Maria. I hope I'm saying your name right. I like that it's nice to hear other people talk other than my family. Because actually, yeah, in lockdown, you know, conversation is far and few between. (laughs) um, Ends with that there is an article, me always plugging editorial out here, but there is an article on an Amalia called Nine Productive Ways to Lift Your Mood. It was at the beginning of the year and it was written by Maria D, who is otherwise known as the Halal Hippie on Twitter and I think Instagram. Mm-hmm. And just to add a disclaimer before you come, because there is a disclaimer on the article, says, please note these are not substitutes for those of us who may need professional support for mental health illnesses so she you know she states things like clearing out your kitchen cupboards talking to a friend um exercising starting journey but she goes into depth with a lot of them so it's not just like a list trying something creative so yeah i definitely have a read of that and might do a swipe up after we've posted this podcast because we like you like that isn't it thank you all right see you later alaikum see you guys later
Hey everyone, thanks for listening to this episode of Amalia Works From Home. If you enjoy our episodes and want to support our production, head on over to amalia.com support. You can find us on Instagram at amalia underscore com and on Twitter at amalia underscore tweets. Like, share, subscribe, and we'll see you on the next one. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.